Interviewing with the Cooler Women's Wellness Tribe, the podcast. Get comfortable, get your walking shoes on, and let's get going. Hello, lovely people. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are. So this week, um, I, well, over the past few months, actually, um, I'm guessing it's going back to when I finished school in July. I've noticed a huge shift in the way that I do things. Obviously, now that I'm working on my own and I have my own business, that it's a real shift in being able to do what I want, how I want to. It's not just about doing things when I want to, it's how I want to. And I guess over the past few months since I also stepped into the Healy world, so I know I've spoken about Healy a little bit on some of my podcasts, But this side of my business that is within a community and working with other people and comparing this way of working to working in a school, I've really seen how people work within their masculine and feminine energy. So what I wanted to focus on today was exactly that. So what is, what does it even mean to be in your feminine energy, your masculine energy? And you've probably heard it bashed around. It's a bit of a buzz at the moment, divine feminine energy. I know that I, it might be the people that I follow on Instagram, but um, it seems to be everywhere. So this is what I want to chat about today and hopefully give you a few examples where if you feel a bit stuck in one or the other um, and how you can get out of it. But first of all, we need to be able to understand it. What does it even mean? And I know when I first started yoga and you would hear your yoga teachers, so I would hear my yoga teachers sort of talking about uh, feminine energy and I would just associate it with being feminine. Like I've got feminine energy because I'm a woman and my boyfriend's got masculine energy because he's a man. And I would just associate them with their stereotypical gender identity. So if you've got feminine energy, you're doing things that a woman would do and vice versa. However, it's not that. It's more to do with, well, it's the energy. It's actual energy. So it's not living in a masculine way if you're female or living in a feminine way if you're male. It's the energy that you're giving out. So everything is made up of energy. This is going to be another podcast. But think about it as, I don't know, if you have children and your children are bouncing around and, you know, that energy that they've got, the the energy that they're giving off could be either masculine or feminine. So it's not what they're doing, it's how you're doing something. And like I said a minute ago, so this is what I've noticed in the way that I'm working, the how I'm working has changed. I've moved away from being working in a masculine energy environment into a more feminine energy, a more matriarchal way of working. 
Both men and women have masculine and feminine energy. We've all got both. And what we need to be able to do is find this happy middle ground of them both. When one is out of line, when we're in too much of one, this is when we start to see or we'll feel that something is off or we feel that we need to do more or less of something. So I'll just go into a little bit about masculine energy. So if you're in and you're working in masculine energy, this is a type of energy where it's all about taking action, putting things into motion, creating, building communities, getting people together. It's really doing, doing, doing. So for example, I'm just going to use when I was a teacher. So having to-do lists, spreadsheets, putting spreadsheets, information into spreadsheets, tracking, taking off the to-do list, having a set way of doing things, structure. Obviously, we need structure in the school. We've got the bell, but, and you, you know, you're told at what time you need to be your lesson, but that is a very masculine way of working. So when I first left teaching and came into my, came onto my own time, I did struggle. I was very masculine in the way I was doing things, giving myself a schedule, even when I was at home, what time I will eat lunch, what needs to be done, ticking it off, being very meticulous about it. Divine feminine energy is the opposite. It's the flow and ease. It's nurturing. It is creating, but it's listening to create rather than forcing something to create. It's a loving energy. It's slowing down. It's going with the flow. It's being creative, making things from the heart rather than from the the head. So an example of this would be um in my work now i yes i have a to-do list i have things that need to be done but then i prioritize or i feel into what energy i have to do today so for example a big part of having your own business now is social media and making reels and instagrams and i have to be in my creative energy to do that so i need a day where i'm like right okay i'm feeling this today i can't just do it because it's on the list whereas when you're in your masculine energy if it's on the list it needs to be done so as you can see a lot of the places that we do work if we work for other people is very masculine energy orientated which is why we need to learn about feminine energy so you can bring in the feminine energy to your very masculine day. We can also see feminine and masculine as yin and yang. The feminine is the yin and masculine is yang. And as you'll know, you've probably heard this, that we need both yin and yang in our lives. We need to have a nice mixture of them both. We need to be able to call on both when we need them. You may have also heard the divine masculine um, called Shiva and the divine feminine called Shakti, or you may have heard Shakti around. So again, this is, it's all coming under the same umbrella. The divine feminine Shakti creates and Shiva holds space. So I was listening to a an audiobook actually, um, all about goddesses, all about divine feminine energy, because I really felt my feminine energy coming in. So I'm listening to this really interesting book at the moment and it's all about goddesses and at the beginning she sort of goes over the 
Shiva and the Shakti. I'm not going to go into everything here, but there's a really interesting story and it talks about Shiva. So he is the masculine and Shakti, the feminine, and she's dancing and nurturing and sort of talking to the people around her. And I can just see like this goddess with like kind of ballet dancing around the room. And he is sitting back observing. He is still and he is watching what is going on and taking it all in. And this is the energy that we need to sort of imagine that we've got. We've got our Shiva, our masculine that watches, gets ready, creates and does. And we've got the feminine that's this dance and she's floating and she's just nurturing the people around her. And we do all have these qualities. And I know that back in, I don't know if it's so much a thing here, but when I was growing up, we would, you know, you'd call if girls had a bit more masculine energy, it was always seen as a negative and you'd get called a tomboy and it was, you know, something really looked down upon if you were a bit of a tomboy and thought, oh, she's a tomboy. And then as I got older, it was a ladette and it was sort of always seen to be negative, to be a feminine in your mass with so much masculine energy. And it's really not. But like I said, what we do need to do is make sure that we have a happy medium of both of these. We've got the yin and the yang. So the masculine energy as well is related to your purpose, to your mission. So when we are able to heal our masculine, we're able to really come and work from a sacred place. And then that then holds up the feminine. And I really think this is where I am at at the moment. I think that I held a lot of resentment and... I'm not going to say regret, I can't think of the word to, to describe, but when I left school teaching, as I hate, 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 hate everything to do with corporate, I don't want to be told what to do, um, I don't want any rules, I'm fed up with people watching over me and telling me how to do things, I just want to do things my way. And even though I had that attitude, I was still very much working in my masculine, like I said, with my structure and not letting go and getting worried because certain things weren't done at a certain time. And I really had to sit down with myself and I sat down with my mentor and I was just like, right, this is stressing me out because this is why I left teaching. I didn't want to be held by these restraints anymore, but... I need to let it go. I can't let it go. <laughs> and it took a good few months. Like I deleted the timetable. I deleted the structure. Obviously, I need to know where I'm going and what I'm doing, but I don't need lunch and break in there. And I know it might sound ridiculous to you if you've worked, if you're self-employed and you're kind of used to that, but coming from such a masculine environment and then suddenly being on your own and not knowing where to go or who to turn to or you know, having that understanding of, oh my God, I can actually flow here rather than have, you know, just create, create, create and do, do, do. So maybe before we carry on, um, just have a little think about your own workplace. So is it very masculine? Have you got a very tight structure? Have you got people watching over you, telling you what to do, sort of keeping you in line? Or you may think, well, actually, no. And you may be able to relate a little bit more to your feminine energy. You may already have that happy, happy mixture of the yin and the yang. So just have a little think. And yeah, by the end of this podcast, you may 
be able to see where you can make changes. So if you can go away after this and go, right, I'm going to step more into my feminine here or take, you know, take a bit more masculine, then amazing. I want to talk a little bit about the divine feminine energy and how it's actually quite repressed in society. And again, this is not talking about repression of women or women being treated differently. It's the repression of the feminine energy, again, in males and females. So think back to being at school. I know I've just spoken about school as a teacher, but think back to being at school as as a student. So there is so much structure. I just want you to imagine your school day. We'll get there at a certain time. You're told where to go. You're told what to do. You're told where to write, what to write, how to write, how to think, what to wear. Um, We are shown how to sort of, I don't know, when I was at school, and I think schools are getting better now, but we're also kind of, shown to keep in emotion you know you go and speak to your teacher and you would be told that oh it's okay you know don't cry um and the whole boys don't cry thing that happens in some places still is repressing feminine energy and that's not saying that only women cry and it's making wit crying feminine that is the feminine energy that is nurturing that is emotion which all comes under the yin And by holding that in, we're repressing that feminine energy. And in school, we're sort of shown to disconnect from feminine. And we're pretty much taught how to own our masculine. So we are sort of prepared to step into a masculine energy society. Now, just picking on the education system a little bit here, but I've been there, so... I can I can talk about it. Um, the education system in in a, as a whole is completely it's so so full of masculine energy, and because of that, obviously most of us are we are lucky to go to school. I know there are some places, some people in the world that will love to go to school. So I'm not saying anything bad, but the education system does need a huge shake up. Now I saw something online. And there was a picture of a car 100 years ago. And it was obviously, as you can imagine, a car from 100 years ago. Um, It may have even been a cart. But anyway, a a car 100 years ago was not what we have today. It also had a mobile phone um, 100 years ago. And it was a blank page because they didn't exist. It had a phone. And it was one of those ones that you wound up. It had a computer, which again didn't exist. But then it had a picture of a classroom from 100 years ago and a classroom now, and it's the same. Um, We're still getting children ready. So, you know, lining up and sitting in rows and following a bell, that was all to prepare us for the world of work. That was to to prepare us to work in factories and go to work at a certain time, listen to the boss, do what you're told, work within this masculine energy of structure and do structure and do and going to school and learning that sort of keeps that repression of feminine energy there is a change going across the world right now and and in many workplaces I'm just using schools as an example 
and the way that we're bringing children into the world and bringing children up and I know my friends with sons are very careful not to pass down boys don't cry you know don't cry man up brush it off it doesn't hurt you know if they want to cry let them cry So what we don't sort of nurture within the education system is the feminine energy of intuition, your sixth sense, connection to others, connection to the earth, connection to mother nature, you know, whatever lights you up. Imagine having a school or an education system that nurtured your feminine energy so what do you love doing oh amazing you love tennis let's really let's really get you you know let's go and play tennis let's let's have some fun and go and play tennis and then we'll come back to the classroom you know let's go out into the garden and plant vegetables or look at the plants or just sit and you know enjoy without having an agenda of this is a science lesson so we're going to go into the garden but we're going to learn about photosynthesis because that is on the test and that's what we're going to test you on so can you see the difference there and that's why we need a mixture of both we need our yin and we need our yang Again, the education system of testing and exams, it's all very, very masculine. It's testing that you can remember stuff. It's testing that you can read, log it in your long-term memory and regurgitate it on paper. By using feminine energy, it would be, I'm not even going to, not using the word test. It would be showing that you understand and showing that you can put something into practice because you can see an outcome and nurturing it that way. And I really think that within schools, we need to to look at that. So then as adults, so as the next generation of adults, we're either children growing up now. So my niece who's 14, she grows up with this nice mixture of masculine and feminine. So how do we do this we're all already adults. So it's just reflecting and just seeing where you can make these changes. So I'm just going to give you some some of ex, some examples. Sorry, I'm getting very tongue-tied because I get too excited when I'm talking about this kind of stuff. So take my business, for example. I need the masculine there. I need to know where I have to go when I've got clients. I need to know when I've got my online Zooms um, with my coaching clients. I need to give myself time to do admin, reply to emails. So I have to have that structure there. I have to have some kind of list that reminds me because I'll forget if it's not written down. (laughs) But I need to have that masculine energy there. Um, The masculine energy is also the energy that sort of gets you to do. So we need that. I can't just sit around and go, oh, I'm so in my feminine that I'm not going to do anything today. However, using my feminine energy allows me to be creative. It allows me to, in the morning, just tune in and think, right, what am I going to do today? So for example, recording this podcast is on my list for the week, but I was feeling it. So I've taken something off the list for today and replaced it with recording the podcast. So using my feminine energy there, connecting to what I obviously have energy for today is to sit and record. And you know, it's hard. Like I am in the process of healing my masculine energy because I had so much resentment for it when I left teaching. 
I was so much like, I'm not, 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 not doing doing that. I don't want that. I don't want anyone to tell me what to do. That I was kind of stuck, not even in my masculine or my feminine. So it's understanding that, yes, I need that side, but I can also step into this. So one huge change and one huge thing for me was the meetings that I have with for my Healy business with hundreds of other women. They're all online. But the meetings just have that feminine energy there. So we start with celebrations. We start with lifting each other up. We share successes and there's no hustle. There's no push. And it's very different to the meetings that I would have at school where I would leave feeling anxious with a huge to-do list and feeling not that supported. Whereas now within Healy, I know that I can turn to my mentor and I could drop her a message and, you know, I get regular messages. Are you okay? How's it all going? You know, we chat daily, we have a group, but that feminine energy didn't exist in my previous job because it was all do, 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 do. And then talk about it after, fill in the gaps, do, 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 do. So by stepping into your divine energy a little bit more, really allows you to go with the flow, move with the flow of life. Using your feminine energy, you also, not that you don't have a plan, but imagine taking a walk and there's no destination, but you know you're going to get to the place you need to be. So that is exactly what living within your divine feminine energy is. You don't really know where you're going. You have an idea, you have a vision, you have a feeling, but you don't need to worry about how you're going to get there. It's a flow state. It's using your heart over your head. It's more heart governed. So again, using the analogy of going for a walk, you know, I'm just going to go this way and see what's around this corner. And I don't, you might turn the corner and you find a beautiful park or there's a you know, a garden bench that you just sit on and watch the birds and listen to them singing rather than having a map and taking you, I don't know, to a destination, which again, I know that we need to do that if we're going somewhere, but not always. We don't, we're not always going somewhere. Sometimes you can just leave. When was the last time you left your house and just went for a walk, but not walking to the shop or walking to a friend's or walking six miles, just walking. I did this the other morning, about three or four weeks ago, before it got a little bit too hot. And I've lived in this uh, community for nearly a year now, and I hadn't actually ventured out other than walking the dogs. And I was, again, thinking about my divine, I was like, right, what can I do? And I didn't feel like going to yoga. I didn't want to swim. Um, I was coming on to my bleed and I just put my shoes on and walked out the door. Didn't have a plan. Didn't think, right, normally I would think, right, I'm going to go to walk the shop and then I'll walk back. But I just walked. Give myself an hour. I didn't actually, I didn't, <laughs> that's, didn't even give myself time just until I'd had enough and I felt like I was going to come home. And I had a beautiful walk. Said hello to people that I hadn't met and found lots of little areas. And it was really nice. It was really soul cleansing. So if there's one thing that you can do this weekend after listening to this, is go, just go for a random walk. Just see where it takes you. And one other thing, when you're in your feminine energy, you 
really become more of a magnet for the things that you want. So this is going to be another podcast, but just to touch on it slightly. So when you're in the flow of feminine and you're not trying to control, you're allowing things to come into your life. So for example, if you're um, looking for a new car and you're in your masculine energy and you're searching and searching and searching and you're going to certain websites and you've got this budget and you want this, this, this and this, you're only focus is on where you're looking so if you if your car's not where you're looking then you're not going to find it because it's not there but if you just pull off the brakes a little bit pull off that control of having to find that car relaxing you know you do need to look if you're looking for a car but why do you need to look online and sit online with your face and your phone you know go for a walk go for a drive and you will find that your perfect car is there it's just not in the place that you're trying to control it to be if that makes sense so it might be that you go out and there's a car parked up that that is your dream car and it's just in the street that you never go in or in the garage that you haven't searched or the garage that's not online and there's just a very simple analogy there but Think of other things that you've done where you're so focused on the outcome that you're blinkered to the how. So how am I going to do this? It's this way. And then you don't allow any other way, which blocks other things from coming to you. And I'm, I'm going to do another podcast, which talks all about that. So becoming a magnet, stepping into your feminine energy and just magnetizing the things that you want to you instead of trying to force it and find out that how. It's the how that blocks you. You just need to know where you want to go, have that in your mind, and see what comes up, because you will find that someone will call you, you'll see something somewhere, and you'll go, oh my god. And just have a little think of times that you've thought of someone and they've texted you or you think of someone you see them in the shops or you oh, I haven't seen that person for ages and they call you so that is the magnetism rather than trying to force it by you know you get your phone out and you message them and then they don't reply and then uh, so it's allowing yourself to really become a magnet so before we go I'm going to give you a little bit of homework I want you to sit back close your eyes And I just want you to think about your day and I want you to think about the things that you do and see if there's any shifts that can be made to help you to step into your feminine or it could be the opposite. Are there any shifts that need to be made to help you to come more into your masculine? So are you so into your feminine energy that you feel that you don't get things done? And if that's the case, instead of having a to-do list, a masculine energy to-do list would be everything that needs doing. A feminine energy to-do list would be, okay, what if I got the energy to do for today and have three things on that list? So really thinking about, right, how can I bring, come into my yin and my yang? How can I even it off? And that's your homework. If you have any questions, get in touch on, any of the socials, they're all linked in the show notes. And one more thing, 
so throughout May, I'm launching my Healy business a little bit more, I guess. So I know I've touched on it, but everything is going to be frequency based. So there's going to be live calls, live events. I'm going to hold yoga sessions, sound healing sessions. These will take place in my Facebook group. Um, If you'd like to be notified of what I'm doing when, I will put in the show notes a link for you to register. So there's going to be no spam. I'm literally just going to send an email out weekly just to say I'm going to go live at this time. This is the topic. Um, The yoga session will be at this time. There'll be sound healing at this time. Here's where you can join. But what I'm looking to do is sort of pass the message on of if you change your frequency, you can change your life. And I will also be linking in how I use Healy within my life and my business to also make those changes. So if you're interested in manifestation, if you're interested in stepping into your divine energy, if you're a spiritual goddess or you're just getting into, I don't know, you feel like your third eye is opening or you feel like you want to step into this magical world of spirituality but you've got no idea where to start this is a really good place to start. So I'll be starting from the basics. What is frequency? What is energy? What is vibration? What does all of this even mean? I'll be touching on how we can use the moon and how we can use meditation to change our frequency, how sound healing changes your frequency, and then weaving in my little Healy and how that can also help you to change your frequency, both in your personal life and in your business. So I'll leave it there for today. I hope that you've learned something. Don't forget to do your homework. There's my masculine energy coming out. And yeah, let me know anywhere. If you you feel that you're stuck in one or the other, just reach out. I'm here for that. And I will see you next time. I've got another guest for you next week. It's all about self-love. We've got a self-love coach. Um, So yes, peace out. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And that's it today, everybody. I hope you have a lovely week and I'll see you again next week. Don't forget, five stars, download, tell your friends. You're amazing.